This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Not a lot of positive feedback for the redesign of Toucan Sam, the mascot for Fruit Loop cereal. Jim, we posted a picture yesterday of the new improved Toucan Sam on the Taz and Jim social pages. And what are the listeners saying? Uh, Greg says, it looks like the designer wanted to draw Toucan Sam if Toucan Sam was on a bad acid trip. <laughs> there is a uh, multicolored kind of 60s, 70s rainbow like vibe on his beak. His yeah. beak is now almost tie-dyed. Yeah, Jameson says, looks like the great value version of Toucan Sam. <laughs> it does. It looks like a it looks like a Fruit Loops ripoff. Knockoff. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kyla Sandra says, uh, no, I do not like the new Toucan Sam, but I also don't like the new Arthur, the new Care Bears, the new Scooby-Doo, the new Franklin, and all the other new cartoon shows they've redesigned and upgraded. Uh, Jason says, it looks like he followed his nose to a huge bag of cocaine. Uh, Brent says, it looks like uh, Toucan Sam just got one of those stupid avatars on Facebook everyone's done of themselves. Right. It's just a lower quality version of his real face. Yeah, and, it, uh, it's, it's a simpler drawing. It, it, lo- it looks, uh, it almost looks like anime, right? Like a. Very cheap anime. Right. Like, like old school anime was notoriously cheap, and that's what it looks like. It, it just looks. In the long. It's not that big of a deal. Who cares? But it's just so poorly done. It's hard to believe it happened. Ruthie says, why is his mouth half on his beak? What kind of freaking mutation is that? Yeah, so he has a beak that is tie-dyed, which is a bird's mouth. But then on the side of the beak, there's an additional mouth that looks like a human mouth with teeth and a tongue. Uh So it's like it doesn't make any sense. I do love them. That was the the number one comment we saw when we posted this new redesigned Toucan Sam. Everyone's like, "What were they on drugs when they designed this?" As if they weren't on drugs the first time. <laughs> you know, it's like, "Hey, uh, yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna make a, the mascot a a flying bird with a colorful beak that's addicted to our cereal." Yeah, yeah, but he sounds like a wise British guy, kinda. <laughs> Oh, I just follow my nose. <laughs> hey, that's great. How'd you think of that, Gary? Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> How do we think of anything? How do you think we came up with the flavor of Fruit Loops? We were all on drugs. Right. This uh, headline caught my attention here. Beards evolved so men could absorb a punch to the face. Did you know this, Jim? New study in integrative organism organismal biology which is uh, not a publication i read that often it has a theory that beards evolved on men's faces because they used to have to fight over food and the beards were padding so if somebody was trying to fight you to take your food away it would absorb the punches you'd get to the jaw <laughs> it sounds it sounds stupid it sounds like there's no way evolutionary that would have worked but every time i see a ufc fight or something where a guy has a big beard i do think it's an advantage yeah i i, I never thought of it but i guess because they do say 37 percent of the energy from a punch is absorbed by a big bushy beard 
So if you've got a big beard, it's it's working. It's absorbing yeah, and some it, of the punches. Remember Kimbo Slice? He was the bald guy with the huge beard, and it was like, right. It, it was way off his face. You couldn't actually see where his chin was. Like if you're boxing, you're trying to find a guy's chin, and you're trying to like hit him on the button. hit him in the perfect spot. You can't really know what you're aiming for. That's why the majority of men grow beards now. It's not, it's not to absorb a punch. It's to hide the fact that they don't have a chin or they've got way too many chins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to be tough, but it's usually just a hipster. <laughs> beards evolved so men could absorb a punch to the face. Well, what the heck is pubic hair for then? <laughs> Stops those kicks to the groin. That should be a, a new game we do here. We get Juan the Colombian to describe a, a show that he watched, an English show that he watched when he was living in Colombia, and see if we can figure out what show it is. <laughs> Mario Baracus was uh, Mr. T's character's name on the A-team when Juan was growing up. And Mario. I think, I, I think off the air Juan was saying that they didn't even call it the A-team or whatever that would be in Spanish. They called it El Magnificos, like the Magnificence, Magnificence or something like that. Juan, what was the A-team called? Yeah, uh, it's, can you guys Columbia? hear me now? Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. It's uh, Los Magnificos. Los Magnificos. <laughs> I want a T-shirt. That's awesome. <laughs> I can play it here. I got a little clip. I have a little clip how he sounds in Spanish here. I'll play it. Okay, so this is, this is the... So that was basically, yeah, a conversation the Mario Baracus was having with. Okay. That was talking to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> not, Mario not Baracus. Yeah, he 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 just sounded like a leading man. He didn't sound like Penny the Fool, <laughs> Mr. T. Now, oh, that's that's fun, Juan. Now I want to see it in English because yeah, I don't know. I, like every time I picture that show, I seen like I, I see it with this voice, but like I don't know how he sounds in English. So it's yeah, wow. Do you remember what the other? Uh, members of Los Magnificos. Do you remember what their names were? Oh, no. No, because everyone was there wants a guy to be Mario Aracus. Was there a guy named Face? What about Murdoch? Was there Murdoch? Yeah, but I don't... You know what? Hannibal? I, I don't want to lie, but I don't remember the names. To be honest, I could only name Mr. T, too, if you had to put me <laughs> wow. in a trivia game. I don't think I've ever seen a full episode of The A-Team before. Did I you see the movie? No. no, I haven't seen the movie. Did no. you Did you know they made a Los Magnificos movie? What? No, <laughs> no I Big didn't budget. Know. Really? Bradley Los Cooper. Los Magnificos rides again. <laughs> Bradley Cooper was in it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Liam wow. Neeson. Is that a Netflix? I want to see it. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, Los Magnificos. I'll check it out. <laughs> Instagram. You can follow us, and we'll follow you back because we're still. In isolation, we thought this would be a week or two when we started it. We said, if you follow us while we're doing the show from home, we'll follow you back. So uh, good morning to Marcel HD 103 who's now following us on Instagram. We've got Zachary Schwab following us. Good morning, Zachary. Daniel's son, Alex. Good morning. Is that like Karate Kid reference? Tony Henhofer. A rare earth woodcraft. We got a lot of woodcrafters following us on Instagram. A lot of artisans. Yeah, love it. 
Uh, and here's a we got got a message sent to us. I want to say good morning to Savage Big D. Good morning, hmm. Savage Big D. Taz and Jim, I just moved to Cambridge from London. Glad I can still listen to you. MF's up here too. Oh, that means so much, Savage Big D. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so follow us and we'll follow you right back here. Oh, Seth. Good morning to Seth King as well. <laughs> he just sent us a message and wanted a shout out. Uh, Instagram, Taz and Jim. How about uh, Joe Rogan, huh? Here we are slugging Ooh. away for peanuts. He just signed a $100 million deal with Spotify. Yeah. It's a crazy amount of money, and I I am a big Joe Rogan fan. I don't listen to all the episodes, but I've listened to hundreds yeah. of these podcasts over the years. He's been doing it for 11 years. He puts out like four a week. This guy works hard. Like uh, Undeniably, if anybody deserves a big paycheck, I, I do think it's Joe Rogan. This guy gives it. Well, he's, it's all about the audience. He's got the audience. He's built himself quite the following, and... Yeah, it's, uh, you're right. He does that. He does the UFC stuff. He does his stand up comedy as well. So mm -hmm. he is, he, he's not a lazy dude. All um, while on high on DMT the whole time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All he consumes is DMT and, uh, and smoked, uh, smoked meat that he kills himself, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> elk, isn't that what he eats? Elk, elk loves hunting elk. He loves his elk. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be able to buy a pretty nice uh, crossbow with that that cash. People are saying it's an outrageous amount of money. It's hard to know how much money he was already making. Like these YouTube people, it's it's astounding how much money you can make just simply from YouTube. They're speculating that he was already making around fifty million a year from YouTube alone. Well, just look at that kid, the kid who does the puppet shows. The Mario Brothers themed puppet shows. He's buying Lamborghinis and and Ferraris and uh, bidding close to a million dollars to have dinner with Tom Brady. Like this yeah. kid, this kid has a, his YouTube channel is terrible, but kids are watching it and he's making millions and millions of dollars. And if this puppet show guy's making that kind of money, Joe Rogan must have been doing pretty good. Now the issue is. If you're a fan of watching those videos on YouTube, they're all getting pulled, and you're going to have to subscribe to Spotify now. I think that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why they made the investment. I, I think that was the plan. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I'd watch the clips. I'd watch his podcast on, on YouTube. That's usually where I'd consume it. So it'll be interesting to see if people will follow him and make the jump and start paying for that subscription. Uh, obviously, Spotify thinks they will. So Yeah. Jealous. Hashtag jelly, Joe Rogan. Good for you, but $100 if, million it, would be nice in our bank account, Jim. Oh, if anybody's interested, the Taz and Jim podcast <laughs> is for sale. We'll take 180 bucks or OBO. <laughs> <laughs> Times two, though. We each Times need two, 180 yeah. Oh, bucks. Of course. We're not dumb. <laughs> maybe, some, maybe some gift certificates to a local pizza place and... <laughs> Yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Joe Rogan. Really stepped in it here, Jim. My wife's up with the baby and she just said, What were you guys talking about? My my uh bean burgers that I made. Uh oh. <laughs> She's got good ears. I know the office that I'm that I'm in doing the show is right underneath our bedroom, and I guess we were talking a little too loud about mm. my wife's vegetarian cooking. But she she didn't hear me say it's very good. It's good, great stuff. It's just bean burgers are not burgers. 
Lentil yeah. shepherd's pie is not shepherd's pie. It's it's a you, something else. You said they tasted good, but yeah. I think even like a, a hardcore vegetarian would say, "Man, I wish I could just put some bacon in that or some meat." You know what I mean? Because we all know it's the icing on the cake. Uh, speaking of vegetarians, PETA is in the news this morning, and I understand PETA's standpoint. A lot of times I'll even agree with with the message that they're trying to convey, but this one's out there, man. PETA is protesting against fake fish museums in the Animal Crossing video game. If you've never heard of this game, it's the hottest video game right now. Where do you play Men and it? women both love it. I think it's a Nintendo Switch or something, some Nintendo thing. Um, and it's like a very slow-paced game. It's like you build a farm, you, you fish, and you like build this little life. It's very cute. It's almost like a children's game, but adults love it as well. So in the game, you can fish, and you can have animals, and there's a fish museum of like the biggest fish you catch and stuff like that. PETA shared footage on Twitter Wednesday of an in-game protest outside Blathers Museum, a virtual museum run by a cartoon owl in the game. What? The PETA video shows several human players protesting outside the museum and then storming into it. The players run around the museum's fish tank and shout, Empty the tanks and fish are our friends! Several of them can be seen surrounding the main character and the cartoon owl and shouting angry messages. Um, <laughs> I don't even, PETA I don't followed even up. understand what's going on here. Peter followed up with an a, a, a Animal Crossing in-depth tweet for a guide in going vegan in Animal Crossing, and the guide recommends how you can go through the game to avoid most of the cruel in-game options, such as digging up clams, catching bugs, and going fishing. So they don't even want you to allegedly hurt or you know change an animal's nature at all, even in a video game. Yeah, even the bugs, eh? I didn't know PETA was on board for the bugs. I thought they wanted us to eat bugs. Yeah, I thought it was the, the alternative. For protein. Mm. At, at this point, Taz, I'm almost convinced... Oh, they also say you can't build a doghouse. Don't build a doghouse and don't wear any leather or fur in the video game as well. So Skyrim is out. No leather or fur in Skyrim either, apparently. But this is... I, I Honestly, part of me thinks that PETA was... So, like you know, invaded covertly by right-wing people 10 years ago. To make them look and, stupid? Because it can't be real. <laughs> well, maybe they're like, we're not going to win the battle in the real world. Let's see if we can win it on the Nintendo. <laughs> we all know we're living in the Oasis like Ready Player One in 20 years, so let's get that frontier. <laughs> that poor cartoon owl. The abuse that cartoon <laughs> owl had to oh, endure. Don't get me started on that cartoon owl from the Tootsie Pop commercials. You understand what it's like to only eat Tootsie Pops when you're an owl? Try you know, regurgitating that into your baby's mouths. You know how cruel that is to feed Tootsie Pops to an owl? Is it the same owl? I'm glad to hear he's getting work still. <laughs> yeah, it's been 30 years. Okay, well, Peter uh, doesn't want you to fish in a video game, gang. What's it called? Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing, really, Animal really Crossing. tackling the important issues during a pandemic. <laughs> How would you feel about going and taking part in some of the services you've been withholding yourself from over this pandemic, but paying a surcharge for the business to help them make money from the two months where they lost money? 
because this is what's happening. Businesses are now that are opening up, uh, charging people an extra small fee that wasn't there before, uh, saying that in desperate times, desperate measures, we need to charge you a little bit extra to make like a, ma- a mandatory right tax almost. They're putting another like yeah, a percentage. For- for example, uh, BC is opening stuff back up. North Vancouver, there's a salon there called Zazo Salon. Uh, they're charging se- an extra $7.55 uh, for whatever their services are. And you have to pay that. Mm-hmm. And the reasoning is because they weren't open for two months. Yeah, so they kind of... What about the people who... There's a lot of people who will want to get their hair cut or styled who haven't been making money for the past two months and they still have to pay the 750 yeah know? but they you could know, also that's... get the cur- they could uh, they could also get the curb maybe not every business gets a bursary or you know what's seven dollars and 55 cents out of a person's pocket even I know that can add up of course and you know money's tight but that's 755 out of one person's pocket. But that's maybe an extra five hundred dollars in the salon's pocket at the end of the month, sure. so they can pay rent. I think they'd almost be better just raising their prices and not saying because I, I, I it would I would be more likely to go into a place that I haven't been in and say, hey, uh, I want to give you a tip. You know, I'd yeah. rather I'd rather decide what my tip is going to be for someone who's cutting my hair than be told you have to give us. $7.50 on top of what we're charging you already. And then I, I'm assuming that's not the tip. If you want to tip someone, you got to give money on top of that. So it's, yeah, just raise the price and then it's not an issue because everyone will just be like, oh, yeah, prices went up, whatever. But if you're being told it's a tax mm. because they had been closed for two months, I, I could see people having a real issue with it. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like uh, it kind of w- could work in the opposite direction where you would have tipped them more you know because right. you know people might be in a tippy mood when this is all over and but then now that they're charging you you're like yeah screw that it's like it's like when radiohead like releases an album you like pay what you can and somehow make more money yeah you know that's right it's like hey you can pay two cents or you can pay twenty dollars for this album do whatever you want to do and people are usually pretty appreciative, just like I'm sure uh, people who have been making money are uh, understanding of those who have been going through a tough time. And if you haven't seen your hairstylist or your hairdresser for a couple months, go for it. If you can, give them a little mm-hmm. extra. I'm sure they'll mm-hmm. appreciate it. But it's the whole being told to do it. And the other thing I'd be concerned about is people have been uh, talking to a lot of people about how much money they've been saving over this by learning to do things for themselves, right? So if you're a retailer, the last thing you want to do is leave a bad taste in someone's mouth the first time they they come back to uh, to give you money and, and to use the service you're providing by saying, you have to give me an additional 750 mm-hmm. for this haircut. It may be... I'm just speculating. It may be something that's like, well, I'm going to go. So- I'll just cut my own hair. Get the ball. Yeah. Get the ball Juan, out. Juan the Colombian's <laughs> been cutting his own hair. He's probably saved 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, haircuts can be. Uh, I'm sure a, a hair salon in North Vancouver is already charging a pretty penny for haircuts. To be no doubt. No doubt. So maybe they won't even notice the 750, but to me, if. 
if I was told, I'd much rather do it out of my my own free will. Yeah, and it's you know what people are saying both this, both sides of the argument. They're saying you know I'd love to help. You know, they, 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 people, sure. people do need help. Yeah, yeah. So like, not everybody's complaining about it. Uh, a lot of people are for it. Well, do do like they do at uh, museums where they say suggested donation. You know, you can come enjoy the museum. Some places will do that. You can come walk mm. through the museum if you want. Same thing as the Radiohead, but suggested donation of $5 if you want to come and, and walk through the museum. Yeah. And then that way people, like you say, they'll be like, oh, okay, well, I can give $10. Or, you know what, I can't afford $5. Here's two fifty, And I think... People will want to help, and people want to support the businesses that that they haven't been able to uh, support over the past yeah. two months. And then I'm going to go in and say, oh, I only have a 20. I just wanted to give five. But if I ask for $15 and change, I'm really just screwed. I'll just put the 20 bucks in. Over. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, instead of 750 it's just here's a 20 Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> That's the worst, eh? Asking for change when you're tipping, you know you you're getting judged. You can't. You can't. I wow. have, but it's uh, it's not good. That's why I only walk around with fives in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to give a kudos to whoever was responsible for this. I think it may have been Bart Simpson. Uh, the governor of Mississippi was reading names of graduates. We were talking yesterday, here in Ontario, they've announced that the kids are not going back to school. Yeah, they got their homeschooling assignments and stuff, but whatever. School's done until September, basically. Um, and the big question is, what are you going to do for, for graduation ceremonies? Well, the governor of Mississippi was doing a Facebook Live graduation ceremony and he was reading the names of the graduating seniors. Didn't notice that somebody slipped in uh, a prank name. See if you can pick it up here. Gavin Christopher Davidson, Grace Dolls, Harry Ashcraft. <laughs> now you see, there was that last one, right? <laughs> it's spelled, the first name's Harry, last name A-Z-C-R-A-C. Harry Azcrack. Yeah, Congratulations on your diploma. <laughs> How did somebody get that in there? That is so funny. Yeah, nice move. They must have been just laughing their heads off, waiting for it. Oh, wait till he gets to the, the end of the A's. This is going to be yeah, good. Harry no Azcrack. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the governor of Miss, uh, Mississippi, to his credit, had a good sense of humor about it. He tweeted out the clip of him reading. Harry's yeah. name, and he even made a little bend over joke uh, <laughs> to, to go along with it. But that's funny. That's a that's harmless prank, fun. though. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's good. You know, you hear about the graduating classes always doing something, pranking, and sometimes they do like property damage. Terrible mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. But if you can get a good old fashioned uh, punny name into your uh, into your list of graduates, fun. And not, there's so many vulgar versions of that that you could do. You know, ask Could crack, have been worse. You know, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Amanda Hug and Kiss, another innocent <laughs> one. Classic. <laughs> Imagine it is a real guy, 
everyone yeah. everyone on the internet's like oh my god can you believe that somebody slipped this fake ridiculous name in there and, and poor harry as cracks yeah. at home harold's like, like i thought 2020 couldn't get any worse <laughs> hey mama as crack they're making fun of me again <laughs> what harold <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.